Welcome to the Unpolished MBA. I'm your host, Monique Mills. Many times entrepreneurs are called unpolished because they are scrappy and do things in unconventional ways. Well, I like the name Unpolished MBA so much that I even trademarked it. So on this podcast, we commend those with practical experience because they've proven time and time again that one can be successful in business even if they don't have a formal MBA degree. So on each episode, we discuss topics related to business and entrepreneurship. And I've been told that my guests and I provide insights and inspiration to aspiring and current entrepreneurs alike. So this is the place where you can come and hear real life stories that can help you navigate both challenges and opportunities in business. Now let's jump into the next episode. Hello, Unpolished MBA, and Happy New Year, you guys. Now, I want to straight out tell you, my voice sounds a little crazy because it's that time of year. And if you've been a longtime listener, you know when I say that, I suffer allergies really bad. And so at times, I have a more raspy voice than others. But despite having that issue going on, I still had to release this episode so that I can welcome in the new year with you all, but also share information about the theme for this year. You know how folks have like, what's your word for the year? What's your word for 2024? And I typically try not to fall into it, but naturally there are just certain things that you want to adjust or change as each year comes in, regardless if you're doing, um, you know, New Year's resolutions, things of that nature. I don't really do that, but it does make you reflect when a new year comes in, like, hey, there are some things that I really want to emphasize or adjust in this upcoming year. And um, a lot of times people will assign like, you know, a word to it. It could be happy. It could be productive. It could be, you know, a simple word. And um, someone on LinkedIn, actually, I'm not going to say someone, I'm going to tell you, it's guest on episode 100, Talisha Shine. And um, I didn't commemorate the 100th episode in a fancy way like most people do. Um, I was very happy to share that episode with her and have her share her experiences um, on our Unpolished Gold series, which was a series I did during the holiday time to help those in career transition. So I was more than happy to give the stage to the 100th episode to Talisha Shine. After that episode was released, Talisha had posted about, hey, what's your word, you know, going to be for 2024? And I said, uh, actually, <laughs> actually, it's two words for me. And, and it's based upon my experiences, not just last year, but just, just overall in business. As you guys know, I am a woman in the business world. And on top of that, I have intersectionality with it because I am a woman of color in a very male-dominated environment. Now, I'm used to it. I don't, you know, I don't. It doesn't scare me away from it, especially coming from engineering. I've been able to thrive in it, but it still comes with 
uh, you know, certain challenges that if I was not a woman or if I was not a woman of color, that I wouldn't necessarily be challenged with. You know, I wouldn't have the same issues. Now, we all have certain issues <laughs> in business, period. It doesn't matter who you are, but there are certain ones that come with, you know, if we're being honest, there's certain ones that come with certain demographics that doesn't necessarily show up in others. It's just, it is what it is. But what I've learned is that despite all of that, you can still thrive, but you... All right, let's take a moment to thank the biggest sponsor of the Unpolished MBA. That's TPM Focus. TPM Focus is a strategy consulting firm that helps startups and small business owners generate revenue and find their way to profitability when they're launching a new product or in a new market. So reach out to tpmfocus.com. TPM stands for the Profit Matters Focus.com. But you have to pay attention. <laughs> and what I mean by paying attention is it is some people that are great people and there's other people that are not. So when Talisha Shine asked me about my word for 2024, I said, well, actually, I have two words and it's it's going to be good people. Like <laughs> that's that's the term. That's the phrase for 2024. And I'm going to talk about that a lot more, especially on the podcast and just in business, uh, you know, channels that I have is the importance of that. And, and just being an ethically sound person that's not always trying to get over and see how you can, you know, extract from and get more from, you know, people than what is what what is your fair share? Or I'm not saying everything has to be fair, but some people are having nefarious objectives. And when that's not you, hence that's not me, I don't necessarily I don't I don't expect it. I don't expect that people are uh, are bad people. I want to emphasize those that are good people and I want to talk about like what that looks like. You know, I, I really want to talk about being a good person in business in 2024, you know, this isn't just a concept. It's really more of a practice that, you know, everyone involved, especially professionally, you know, it impacts every aspect of us professionally, but in our personal lives as well, we should aim to be a good person. And I think different people have a different idea of what that means. You know, it, it may seem very simple, but in reality, it's layered with different complexities because being a good person means different things to different people because the word good is subjective, right? What I may consider good, you may not. So I may, you know, I may get a cake from Publix and think it's delicious and you, you may think eh, not so much, right? I may say, oh, this is good. And you're, you may not think so. And, you know, thousands or millions of other people may not. So the term good overall is subjective. So what I may find a bit offensive in business uh, is maybe other people have more of a tolerance for it, but we still recognize what's bad business. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Some people are more, um, 
tolerant of it, are more expecting that it's going to happen because of their experiences. So they're already armed and ready for it. And I just honestly, I have to tell you guys, that's just not my personality. I want to see the good in people. And although I am and have always been in a very male dominated environment and field, you know, being an engineer and especially not being an entrepreneur. Yeah, there are a lot of women entrepreneurs. There are a lot of women in STEM and engineering. Not a lot in comparison to, you know, the majority is majority men and it's still majority white men. And so my experiences, of course, will be different than them uh, being the majority. But we all understand what being a good person is in business. And I am not necessarily someone who is going to change who I am, the nature of who I am, to adjust to being gangster in business. Like, that's just not... That's not who I am, okay? So I've told people um, more so recently, like toward the end of 2023, this concept, and that's why I'm going to bring it up here. And the concept about being a good person um, is, 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 is priority this year. But also, again, I'm telling folks, listen, I'm not going to be less of a woman or less of, uh, you know, of a caring person or less of a giving person because of the gangsterism in business of others. I'm not going to become hardcore, you know, gnashing at the teeth in business. That's just not who I am. And I know some people are willing to do whatever to, you know, make more money and, you know, and, and really dig in in this business world. And they're willing to do anything. And I have boundaries and limits um, to to that. I just have a different level of expectations for who I am as a person. So, you know, although I may see other people be more gangster in their in their business dealings, I mean, that's them that, you know, no shade. I just know that I don't want to do business with people like that, you know, and so. I'm I'm going to talk about it. And you can't put people on blast either, um, you know, for being <laughs> gangster in their business things because other people tolerate it just fine. All I'm saying is I'm not like that's not for me. So if you're a person who's a gangster in business and just really try to just dig in and get down on other people and get as much as possible and you're a taker, taker, taker and, you know, you just really hardcore. Hey. With, with no conscious, I'm telling you right now, stay away from me. I'm not interested in doing business with you. And it's unfortunate because I know that I have value in things that I could, you know, share and help people with. And I do, given opportunities and time to do so. But I'm not going to put myself in situations where people just want to take advantage, right? Those type of people just stay away. And I think that we have to be more aware that there are good people, but there are also some not so good people (laughs) out here in this world. And so I really want to make sure that I'm attracting the right people to me in 2024 and that people know straight up, gosh, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to 
either do things differently or she's going to see through me. She's going to see that I'm not, you know, everything is not all good and, you know, ethical with me. Because we all have a level of discernment. I happen to have a heightened sense. I always, you know, I always attribute it to maybe that's a God's gift to me. A lot of times I can't articulate what the sensation is, but that discernment is literally physical. So I can tell when something is off. And a lot of times it's revealed later that, okay, that, that discernment was, was, was right. Your judgment on that was right. To step away from that was correct. And this is why. But a lot of times in the moment, I don't know quite why, you know, things are not by, on the right vibe and vibration for me. Um, with someone or something, but I have learned very early on in life to follow my discernment, okay? So I will follow it, but it does not mean that sometimes some people don't kind of squirm in and, and, and get some um, benefits of being in, in relation uh, or engagement, engaging with me. And that they're not able to squirm in and get some of those benefits and take advantage of some things. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with being a blessing to other people. I just know that we all have certain levels of energy that we can expel. And I want to make sure I'm expelling it to the right people and into the right environments that are deserving. And I think as an individual, we get to make those decisions. You know, but I want to talk about just really the definition of what being a good person is in business, right? And it doesn't, I just want to say this, it doesn't necessarily mean that in order for someone to be a good person, you always agree with them. Or in order for you to be a good person, you you have to agree with everyone. That's just, that's not true. Agreement isn't the hallmark of goodness. Understanding and respect are so even if you don't agree with someone or how they want to approach something, it's really about navigating those disagreements with grace and professionalism. You know, some folks, and oh, I know you all have in, engaged with some people who have kind of abrasive personalities, right? And, and a lot of times they don't realize it. And I mean, at this stage of, of life, most people are not gonna change, okay? It's just a matter of, what you want to tolerate. And honestly, some people have abrasive personalities, but they mean no harm. They really mean no harm. So you can't even go based upon that. That being disagreeable doesn't make someone a bad person. It's when they're gangster. And, and I really, I probably need to do an episode on explaining what I mean by gangster. Um, that's not the same thing, okay? So some people have more abrasive personalities or, or less or are less communicative. And, you know, they may be very blunt in, in what they say, how they say things. And sometimes it's just a matter of how you're perceiving it, because what they're talking about may be a sensitive topic to you or for you. And, you know, so that's I, I just want to clarify that. Um, but personality types is not really the issue. Okay. When you are really trying to understand where someone is coming from and come to 
a mutually beneficial kind of engagement, um, you have to look beyond just the personality, unless that's something that, you know, you don't want to tolerate. So when I say you don't want to tolerate it, maybe it makes you feel icky or, you know, whatever, however it makes you feel. Because let's be real, we all have to consider our own self-preservation. So let's talk about self-preservation, okay? So in the business world, a certain level of self-interest is absolutely necessary. And there is nothing wrong with that. If you reach out to someone and they're like, oh, sorry, you know, I don't have time to do free consultations. That's, that's no shade to you. They have things to do just like you do. And this mindset of entitlement, and I've talked about it s- several times on the podcast, especially entitlement to other people's time and expertise and knowledge whenever you need it, just because you need it, is ridiculous. Stop it. Folks really need to stop that mindset because not only do we have Google search (laughs) these days, we have chat GPT and other um, AI tools where you can literally ask it a question. And yeah, of course, the tools are not 100% perfect, but they're darn good, okay? So before you take up, try to take up someone's time, precious time, uh, billable time that they could be given to someone else. You know, before you do that, do all the work that you can on your side to understand some things or get insight into some things. And only then, once you've done the work, should it even be considered reasonable to reach out to someone else, especially on a professional basis and you're wanting their expertise and time. I'm telling you, this is a big problem in the consulting world. Problem. Um, and you know, you have to find a balance, but no one is entitled, should feel entitled to someone else's time and expertise. Okay. Because there's a, a, there's a certain level of self-preservation and self-interest that you have to have in life. Boundaries are good and it protects you and them. You know, there is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really not about being selfish when you insert boundaries. Boundaries are a healthy thing. And I think I've recommended a book before on boundaries, but uh, Dr. Cloud is one of the authors um, and it's a book called Boundaries. Okay, so look that up. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's 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 more biblically based. So if that's not your thing, you probably wouldn't want to to read the book. But I'm just telling you, it's it's hands down one of the best books on the topic with setting boundaries. But I just want to say when folks are setting boundaries, it's not about being selfish. But it's being aware of their own needs. And as we know, there there's a fine line between self-care and knowingly taking advantage of others. Okay. And the latter is where I draw and we think we should all draw the ethical line. You know, taking advantage of folks. And and I don't think people set out like, oh, let me, I can't say everybody. Some people do set out like, oh, how can I get the most out of this? You know, and that mindset. You know, I'm one. My my way of doing business is what is mutually beneficial to us. I want people to get some of what they need and I need to get some of 
what I need. I may not get all of what I need. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I get more. You know, there's a give and take thing, but it's not because I was gangster on someone. When you're a decent, you know, a good person, sometimes people give you um, the additional whatever it is just because they want to, because they like you, because they want an agreement. They want a business deal to work. They want to have a relationship with you, you know, and I want to I want to talk about the ethical line, because I think the key word here is integrity. Integrity is key, right? And integrity is, you know, doing the right things without feeling like I won't do the right thing unless if someone is not going to hold me accountable. Like, I mean, at this stage, we're all adults. People should have some self-regulation, you know? And integrity is also about following through on commitments and contracts. So if you owe someone, pay them. I'm telling you guys right now. If you promise, if you have some type of promissory note or you have a contract with the customer or whatever, I've seen so many consultants and freelancers, as we see a lot of people are laid off and they're starting their own businesses, even if it's as a solopreneur. So they're experiencing this right now where they may have a contract with a customer or a client and they don't get paid, you know, and it's like it's. You know, that's something that that is really a problem because there is an exchange of value. There's not a one way street. And so if someone provides a service or product to you, they deserve to be paid. Right. That was the agreement. Integrity is also about, you know, if you say you're going to do something or you're going to show up somewhere, show up. Right. Like meet your commitments. Your word should be consistent and reliable. A lot of people don't, I mean, they just don't think they they should be held accountable to anything like, you know, like that. If they want to do it, they will. If they won't, they won't. But my thing is, don't commit to it then. Don't even say it if you know you're not going to do it, right? So I just want to say this, though. Here's a catch to this. There's some responsibility on your part. And, you know, I'm, I'm one to hold myself accountable to this as well. The catch is, it's crucial for you to really listen and understand what people are actually saying. Because a lot of times they'll say things like, oh, okay, I'll just give you an example when we're talking about if you say you're going to go somewhere or show up somewhere, actually show up. If someone says, hey, you know, I'll try to make it. And then they don't show up. Listen, listen to what they said. They said, I'll try to make it. Right. That that word try just being inserted in there tells you there's a bit of certainty as to whether or not they're going to be there. So I think a lot of times people will hear what they want to hear. But it's crucial to listen and understand to what pe- and understand what people are really saying right and not just twist it to be what you want to hear one thing i've mentioned before on many episodes i mean we're on you know we're past 100 episodes now Woof. but um on many episodes and even in my uh my postings and things online i say i, I need everyone to understand 
that everyone has a business model. In this world we live in, everyone has a business model. There is someone they serve. There is something they expect in exchange for whatever they're, you know, giving out to people. Uh, everyone has commitments and expectations. And many times that often prioritizes their families or primary responsibilities they have in their lives. Not you. I know this is, this is like so hard for people to, you know, to really get the concept when they're in the moment of being disappointed by someone, you know, as a, a entrepreneur and a mom and a wife and all that myself, I know, I understand prioritizing my family and primary responsibilities over everything. That's why I've been successfully <laughs> married for decades and raised kids that are, you know, real balanced and successful and those kind of things because I have given, I mean, I feel like more to them than I have to myself since I have been a wife and a mother. And so there are sacrifices that, you know, we will make in life, but it won't be for a business, okay? I will make those sacrifices for my family. And I mean like major, major ones. I'm not gonna put, most people are not going to prioritize doing something for you, especially free of charge, or you want to hop on a call or you want to do something. And they have a family responsibility or commitment that they need to be doing. You're not going to win in that, in that circumstance, right? So I need for folks to have realistic expectations of others. Again, if they don't do what you want them to do or you expect them to do for you just because you asked, it does not make them a bad person, okay? Good people, again, back to good people. So one thing that's so rampant, especially in the startup world where I am or an entrepreneurial world where folks, you know, are in need of raising capital or getting connections for other things, right? We all know it's all about connections, relationships, and capital in order to, you know, to really get a business off the ground or grow it and things of that nature. And I know so many folks that will just like try to find the most successful in the person, successful person in the room or in the town or in the category or in whatever, and like really sweat them. And try to get them to be, uh, you know, just try to really be in their in their face. And I just want to say this: just because the most successful person uh, is is, you know, you may know them, it doesn't mean that they want to support you. It doesn't mean that they're a good person. Good people may not always have the resources you desire for your next goal, but that does not diminish their value. They may be your most steadfast supporters, offering what little they can, but it's important to cherish and respect those relationships and not abuse or manipulate them. Some people only want to give their attention to those they think are more successful and more whatever than the other person. I'm only going to take advice from this person because you know, they're a billionaire and, you know, you're only a millionaire. So like, give me a break. This is getting ridiculous. Now I understand 
how you, if you're trying to go to another level, you want to speak with someone, you want to have, a, you know, folks in your network that you can communicate with that have already reached that level or are currently at the level you want to be at or already surpassed it. But let me tell you something. We say this in sports and you hear people say this. If you look at even sports teams, a lot of times the coaches never played the sport. But they know it. They do. They they know that the strategy behind it. They've never won, a, you know, a, a, a championship personally playing it. But does that mean that they don't know what they're talking about? No. And if you only want to get to LeBron and you don't want to talk to his coach, like, okay, (laughs) that's a different mentality, okay? But I don't think people should be discarded or their value considered not as much because they don't have anything that they could, especially tangibly, give you as far as money. And I see a lot of that happening in the startup world. You know, if unless you can invest in a business, they're interested in talking to you. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And then they Im- immediately turn their attention to, you know, the person in the room they think will give them money. And, you know, it's no one's stupid. You know, we're all adults. And, and those really, really super, super sought after people are so used to that. And, you know, you you can't really, you can't pull the wool over their eyes. In regards to that. So all I say is be authentic. You know, if you're looking to raise money and you only want to talk to them because you think they can give you money. I mean, you know, to each their own. But just understand that People understand what you're trying to do. (laughs) People understand what you're trying to do. Um, And just remember, everyone will support you for altruistic reasons. Everyone can't do everything to help you from the goodness of their heart. Last I last I knew, the mortgage company does not accept goodness of heart payments. I cannot understand how people expect for everything that they need, especially in the business world, all the advice, all the time, all of this and that, free of charge. If you are reaching out to someone who is your friend and constantly who's a who's a consultant or an expert in something and constantly trying to pick their brain or get them to or you know or ask them questions and take up an hour and 30 minutes of their time here and there and all like you need to stop it's very disrespectful and that person could be putting that time into their business or into an actual paying client and I'm telling for anyone who's in my network who is who has a track record of doing that I'm already telling you right now 2024 don't do that I'm not even going to answer your calls anymore okay people like me that want to be helpful again as I mentioned a lot of times people just take 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 and they know that you genuinely are a good person and will be helpful when you can but they don't people don't know when to stop They don't know when enough is enough. And that's when it's important that you, if you're that type of person that, you know, likes to help people and be supportive, you have to put boundaries in place. Okay. So, you know, 
I, I mentioned about raising capital. Uh, one thing that happens in the startup world, and also, as you guys know, I'm in the small business acquisition space as well. And um, we, we raise money, you know, to buy businesses in that case as well. But raising capital for, you know, in, in the business world, I just want to say that even that expectation and that entitlement to people's money is ridiculous. Some people really take it personally when they present a deal and, you know, a potential investor is like, no, I'll pass or, you know, this is, you know, this is, not, you know, we're not interested. It's not personal. A rejection isn't a reflection of your worth or their character, okay? A rejection isn't a reflection of your worth or their character. A lot of times those rejections are often about constraints and decisions that are all business-based, none of which are personal. So if you're someone listening to this who are like pissed off at some people from 2023, that didn't invest in your deal or didn't invest in you, let it go. Let it go. Because most of the time it is not personal. It is not personal, okay? And I say that also because I want to emphasize that as we journey through year 2024, I can't believe I just said that yet. It's the year 2024. As we journey through it, I want to emphasize the importance of grace. Not just for ourselves, but for others as well. Now, this doesn't mean allowing ourselves to be harmed or taken advantage of. Rather, it's about understanding and coexisting, respecting the diversity of everyone's life experience. So I'll be revisiting this, this point about just people and being a good person and just doing good business throughout the year. Because I know that this, a lot of times, you know, people need reminders, like to just be shaken into the moment. And, you know, all of this, is a continuous learning process for for us all. And I also want folks to, you know, prioritize surrounding themselves. And me too, I want to prioritize surrounding ourselves with genuinely good people and cherish the real human side of business. Because there is no businesses without people. Right. And so there is a there is a, a fruit salad <laughs> of people. And um we have to prioritize in 2024 surrounding ourselves with good people, but just defining what that means for us. And as I mentioned to you, the start of this episode, it's not about them always agreeing with you. It's not about them giving you things for free. It's not about them investing in your business. It's not, it's, it's not about that. It's about people who are ethical. And I would even say 
kind, not necessarily even nice. Nice and kind are different things. And we, you know, we talk about that um, <laughs> quite often online. You know, you can be factual and to the point and still be kind. And I think we need to prioritize engaging and doing business with other good people, but understanding that it's not, it's not about doing everything you want them to do. That's not, that's not what I mean by being a good person. Because I'm sure you don't do everything everybody wants you to do, but you don't consider yourself a bad person for being that way, correct? As I mentioned, there are self-preservation components of who we are as humans. I mean, that's just who we are. But I want to thank you for joining me on this episode. And woohoo, we are past the 100th episode and in the year 2024. And I'm going to be talking about good people this year, okay? Along with all the other stuff I talk about in business. So here's to a year of growth, understanding, and being good people in business. So thank you guys for joining me in this episode. And I look forward to you listening to the next. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Unpolished MBA podcast. To hear more episodes or to request to become a guest, please visit unpolishedmba.com.